Hey everyone, this is Steve Hernandez, host of the Waterwise Pro Podcast. I thank you for joining me. This is episode number 10. Um, we're going to talk about some motivational stuff, but uh, mainly the focus will be on uh, creating a vision for your future and um, achieving goals, okay? For me, getting into the industry, you know, I always thought like, well, shoot, if I, uh, you know, I'm, I started off at, uh, as a summer hire making six bucks an hour, but when I got my first full-time gig, I was making like 14 something, 14.40 an hour. And I was just like, man, if I could ever make it to 20 bucks an hour, I'll be great. You know, if I can make it to, then I got to, you know, making 20 bucks an hour. I was like, uh, I was like, hey, can I, uh, you know, what would it take to get 25 bucks an hour, 20, you know, 30 bucks an hour? Like, man, I'll be set, right? And so, um, you know, I got I got all my certs, started working on my certs, getting getting leveling up, you know, leveling up with that, taking classes, and uh, you know, I found myself at 24, making 24 bucks an hour. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's like, that's my age, right? So from now on, whatever my age is, that's going to be my hourly rate. Now this is back in 2004, so I, you know, pulled out my little, uh, my little flip phone and working the calculator and trying to figure out, okay, cool, you know, that's what I'm making. So yeah, so from now on, whatever my age is, that's going to be my hourly rate. So I'm 30, 30 bucks an hour, 40, 40 bucks an hour, because when I'm 55, I might need to make 55 bucks an hour to pay for, you know, my daughter's wedding or uh, college or whatever, or just need to make that much money to retire right because when we retire we're going to make a portion of what we're making when we're working full-time right it's you know if we're in PERS uh public employee retirement system um we're going to either make a percentage right of our highest salary or um three highest years or whatever it is okay whatever kind of your system is when you uh when you get to that point but I always looked at it like, you know, the highest I can get on my on the hourly rate, the better, right? Because then overtime will be that much more. Or I get that step increase each year. It'll be worth that much more if it's a percentage like 5% of 20 bucks is not as good as 5% of 30 bucks an hour, right? So I was like, okay, well, that's my goal. So whatever my age is, that's going to be my hourly rate. And that's just, that, that would be my goal for every year, just trying to level up at least, you know, a dollar a year kind of thing, okay? And so I looked at, you know, my current... Uh, organizations, um, org chart and job descriptions and salary schedule. And I just wanted to see if there was people making 30 bucks an hour, 40 bucks an hour, 55 bucks an hour. Right. And so, and then I went on bcwaterjobs.com, went on their website and, and saw what jobs were posted, you know, for the different, uh, water professionals. And I just said, Hey, well, what does it take to make 50 bucks an hour plus? And so all the T5, D5, management positions requiring some required degrees some of them just required you know years of experience along with those higher level certification we're paying 50 bucks an hour it's like okay cool that's that's a realistic goal so from 24 to 28 um just kept taking classes by the time i was 28 years old uh i took my d5 got my d5 and i took my t5 um that same year i got into management and i was making 46 bucks an hour to start okay as a manager and so that was very supportive of the goal that I had. But I was taking a lot of classes. I was studying my ass off. Uh, I was taking exam after exam, one after another. I think in one year, I passed my D4, my D5, and, and took my T3 and T4 uh, in one year. And so again, that was um, just, I had a goal. And I think the thing is with money is it's, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's not about money. Well, it, it is. Everything's about money, right? It's, it's again, it's, it's how can we provide a better life for our families, for ourselves. And in a lot of the ways, it's going to be money. Now, I understand, like, you know, there's the thing about, you know, happiness, fulfillment, um, your, you know, spirituality, your health and all that stuff. It is. I, I, I totally get that. But 
you need money to support some of that stuff. So, you know, when it comes to these goals that you have, think about that stuff. Think about like, how can I, um, how can I position myself within my career to better serve the passions that I have, whether it be my family, my, my hobbies, my extracurricular activities outside of work. Right. And these aren't dream jobs. Let's just be real. The, the, the jobs that we have, you know, being an operator or being a treatment plan operator, being, uh, you know, on the mainline crew or whatever it is, they're not dream jobs, but, but, okay, they are the conduit that is going to help us get to the lifestyle that we want or uh, get to uh, be in a position where we can buy a home or provide for our families or go on, go on vacations, travel the world, stuff like that. Uh, like I have, you know, um, you know, common folks that enter in, in our, on our team that they're not making a whole bunch of money, but they live a simple life and they travel the world. You know, every year, one of my guys goes all over the world uh, on these cool vacations, you know, and he's not making a ton of money, but that's what him and his wife plan to do. They said they want to make this much money and they're going to put a little bit away for the house that they have and the rest is going to go for travel and they live an extraordinary life, which is great, you know. And so you have to focus on what you want your life to look like, whether it be, you know, very simple, but, you know, travel. Or do you want to try to live an extravagant lifestyle? Well, it's not going to live. You're not going to be able to live that way if you're not doing some extraordinary things that are going to get you to the position in your career that are going to support those uh, those ideas or those visions that you might have for yourself. So for me, you know, I got into management and now I'm overseeing water operations, water production. Okay, and then a couple years after that, I started managing both distribution. Uh, and treatment site. But when I say production, I mean like water quality, water production, wells, reservoirs, the treatment plant, uh, water quality, stuff like that. And then distribution is, uh, you know, obviously like a uh, uh, fixed and service leaks, hydrants, running mainline crews, stuff like that. Okay, so um, so I was managing both. Okay, I went through some personal uh, challenges, right? Um, and and it it kind of took a lot of my focus away from work. Tried to maintain as much as I could, but um, I was in a position where um, they said, hey, you got to pick one. You got to pick one side, right? And so um, I felt like distribution was more my passion. And so I dedicated all my time to and my energy to the one division that I felt more kind of in tune with. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a Tonka truck and dirt kind of kid, right? So like I've always, you know, loved working in distribution. Um, now treatment was the place where you make a little bit more money because higher certs are required on the treatment side as opposed to distribution and so uh, so yeah so I say that that's the other part of this is that first you gotta have the vision second you gotta try some new stuff okay so uh, I've worked in uh, I've worked under general pump rig pulling pumps out of the ground well pumps out of the ground I've worked inside of uh, reservoirs cleaning side cleaning reservoirs I worked in the ditches fixing main brakes and you know laying pipe uh, I've worked at a treatment plant, working a week of swing, week of days, week of grave, week of days on the fourth, fourth weekend. I slept at the plant for 48 hours. I did that every five weeks, right? Uh, I, I did that as a treatment plant operator. And so I've experienced all these different things, right? And so now it's just like, okay, well, well what do I like, you know, what do I like most, right? And if my salary can help support those passions, whether it be working in treatment, production, distribution, um, then that's that's the sweet spot, right? That's That's where you you know, you got to try to find that, that happy medium where you're making great money and you love what you do. Right. I think if you can find that, that's bliss, right? That's blissful. That's, that's, that's basically what we all should be trying to achieve, not working for, you know, an organization or in a position that we're just miserable or we're not unhappy. You want to be happy where you're at, 
feeling like you 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 have a purpose, feeling that you're part of a team that that uh, serves you well and you can serve them well, and you're making great money, right? That uh, that supports those um, those visions and goals that you have for your personal life. Okay, and uh, so you got to try some new things. So again, have the vision, what you'd like to have. Great, create some goals, right? Try some new things and see where that sweet spot is for you. Because for me, getting into management was all about more about uh, you know getting to the position where I can make more money per hour, so that I didn't have to work all the overtime, right? So again, standby and overtime is great, right? When you're young and you you know don't have a family to support and have to coach up kids and you know and softball, little league, whatever it is, it's great to be able to um, make that extra money to you know save up for a house or or, or whatever. But once the family starts to kind of grow or responsibilities change outside of the lifestyle you might not have that extra time to work overtime or you know work standby and stuff like that so if you can make your hourly rate a little bit higher then you can have that you know that great uh you know those great things outside of you know the norm so you have to try some new things so that you can better understand where you want your life to go okay because you gotta always have to have a have a game plan right and so and and what i mean by that is if you're sitting at home with a spouse girlfriend whatever um, and you say, hey, let's go somewhere. Let's go get something to eat. Okay. If you don't, ha- if you don't know exactly where you're going, right before you leave the house, you're gonna leave the house and you're gonna just drive. You're gonna be wasting gas. You're gonna get to some place that, oh, let's just try this place, right? You're gonna end up trying it out. It's gonna suck. It's gonna be overpriced, and you're not gonna be happy with it because uh, you guys didn't have a plan. Versus like, hey, like this is what I feel like. I love that restaurant. Let's go to this restaurant. Okay, cool. You get there. They're always consistent with your with your order, and uh, you love it because the service is great. The atmosphere is great. You had a great time. You go home, and you know, great things hopefully happen after 9 p.m. Right? But if uh, you didn't have a plan, then you kind of just like you know wander around aimlessly. Uh, it's inefficient. Uh, yeah, you get to try some new things, but they you know don't always work out that way. But if you have a goal, again, the uh, the the uh, the result and the end the end goal is um, a, a little bit clearer than um, than not having a goal, right? I say that if you wanted to, if you want to get into management or you want to get to a, a position where you um, think it's more supportive of your your family or outside um, you know lifestyles then uh, you got to experience it first right you have to better you have to understand that uh, what what all comes with these new positions like if you're going to work at, work at a treatment plant just know eventually you're going to work graveyard unless you're at a plant that doesn't you know only works you know, during the day or whatever just know that if you get into management a lot of your challenges aren't going to be with the the actual projects and getting stuff done it's going to be with uh, you know personnel and personnel challenges right um, you know, we all come to work with different agendas and, um, hopefully it's always to get work done and to serve our communities, but that's not always the case, right? Let's just be real. And so some of the challenges that we have as managers is like just to get everybody to be on the same wave wavelength, you know, and, and, and just always be firing on all eights and, you know, make sure all the cylinders are, you know, going full bore. But it, it, if it, if it doesn't, if it's not like that, it's usually because, you know, uh, personnel challenges, because um, the projects are always easy, like especially like you know, let's use a, a mainline crew for example. If you're on a construction crew and uh, you're putting a new water main, the only challenges you're really gonna have are when you come to an intersection. <laughs> Other than that, you're digging a hole, you're putting a new pipe in the ground, and you're tying them all together, and that's really the only challenges you're really gonna have. The big challenges are gonna be, you know, hey, did anyone call in sick today? What was their role if they did? 
who's going to fill that gap, right? And so stuff like that. And so if that's not something that, you know, you find sexy, then you probably don't want to get into management, okay? Because you're not, you're not always going to have that dream team. You might have to create that team, right? Um, just from scratch, maybe you have a whole new staff or maybe you have some old legacy stuff that you're inheriting that uh, just makes the, the position a little bit more challenging. But again, you have to experience new things to better understand what you're more, you know, in tune with or more passionate about doing or making a difference with, uh, you know, happiness is temporary, but fulfillment is everlasting. So if you can find that, that, uh, that position or that job or that responsibility that you can take on that is more fulfilling and makes you feel good deep down inside at the end of the day, it feels like you've actually made a difference. That's where you need to be. Okay. So people say, Hey, you know, should I get into treatment? Should I get into distribution? Man, you got to try it, try them all out, see if, you know, what best fits you. And then again, just know that, you know, if, if, uh, if you want to make a certain amount or you want to live a certain type of lifestyle, then you have to make sure that you're putting in the right energy and efforts towards the goals that are going to get you there. Like being on the front line, being a utility worker, one is not going to be supportive of buying a home unless it's like way down the road and you just worked a ton of overtime and you just save, save, save for years and years, right? Like nowadays to have a home, you need to be at least making a hundred thousand dollars or have two incomes that are making a hundred thousand dollars. And that's to be basically buy a house that, you know, is somewhere around 200, $300,000. And in California, that ain't it, right? It's, it, we all know that it's super expensive here. So, um, you know, if, if you're trying to buy a home, just know that you need to make over a hundred thousand dollars. And, uh, and, and if you're making 20 bucks an hour, it ain't going to happen. It's not time, not anytime soon. That's for sure. Unless you're saving up crazy amount of money and living at home with your parents and, uh, you know, they're being supportive of you and, and, and you achieving those goals for yourself. So, um, so yeah, so have a vision, create some goals, right? Look around, see what else is out there. See if there's anything else that, uh, you know, maybe you weren't, uh, you know, aware of in regards to opportunities in our industry, get out, network with people, right? And, uh, and, um, and yeah, and make sure that you are on the right track and that you are putting in the time that is supportive of those goals. Again, if you want peace in your life, then you, you hang around with peaceful people. If you want to make money in your life, then you hang around with people that know how to make money, right? If you, if you want to be successful in your life, then you hang around with people that are successful. You don't, you don't hang out with thugs. You don't hang out with people that aren't progressing in any way. You hang out with people that, uh, or surround yourself with, you know, positive podcasts or positive, you know, uh, social media followings or read books or whatever that are supportive of the goals that, uh, you have in mind for yourself. And if you, if you're not being, if you're not being, uh, proactive or you're not being active in a community of, uh, like-minded people like yourself or that you're, you know, or that, that are, um, that have achieved the goals that you are trying to set out for yourself, then uh, you might need to just start doing that stuff now. Right. Or it's just it might not happen or it might just take a whole lot longer uh, to get to that point. So create a goal. Right. Um, look around, try some new things and uh, keep uh, keep everything perspective. Make sure that you're putting in the right energy towards the right place and uh, just see it through. And if it doesn't work out the way you thought it was going to work out, you know what? There's always tomorrow. So no right answer to uh, what your you know, what your lifestyle needs to be. 
uh, in this career, in this uh, industry. Uh, there's tons of opportunities out there for everyone, and um, you're going to find that sweet spot, hopefully. All right? Go. Cool. Peace. Peace.